Once a year, we break our number one rule and record an episode entirely dedicated to the upcoming NRL season. We have a very special guest with us, and we're here to answer your questions. I'm Michael Carboni. This is episode 53 of the Chasing Kangaroos podcast. You're listening to Chasing Kangaroos, the rugby league podcast for fans who are passionate about seeing the game played in more places. As always, uh, the man whose name we can't say because then I'd have to kill you, Biggest Tiger, Big T. Yes, oh, yeah, I'm man. here. I'm, I'm super excited. And the name that you can't say or your or your tongue dies is also here. We're just going to say Mary Kay. Yeah, Mary. Of Kay. course we are. Well, That's my name, though, right? Yeah, it is. Well, she, for those who don't know, she has been on the pod before uh, with with her boyfriend Jimmy. I assume still boyfriend, not fiance or anything like that. No, still what boyfriend. We... Hey, Jimmy. Can you can you what a ridiculous... tell, tell Jimmy to call me? We've got to work this out. He needs to. He needs to put a ring. This is a stitch a, up for everyone. Uh, he can do it on the show if he wants. We'll do, have another. <laughs> I don't know who's getting more stitched up here, me or him. <laughs> but for those who don't know, Mary Kay, Ladies Who League mm. and Ladies Who Leg Spin podcast. Plus, you're winning awards and stuff all over the place. You're doing great things. But uh, you've been very excited about the cricket World Cup, the the women's cricket World Cup at the moment. So you probably haven't been thinking about rugby league too much. I've been doing a bit of a juggle at the moment. It's one of those rare times in my life where the two sports kind of merge, yeah. but I am very excited about rugby league coming up. We've seen some trials. We saw some in P&G. The nines were really exciting. Mm. And it's sort of at this point of the season that we all have hope. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. still think my team can win the premiership. Mm. That'll I, last, you know, I don't know, a couple of weeks, Cubs. I don't have any hope for my team. Really? I'm sure there's a question about that later on. Uh, of course, we threw out to our listeners for questions. Uh, we're going to try and answer them as best as we can. We've got a shitload of questions, guys. So I hope you, you're ready. We're not. Uh, we're obviously not going to get through all of them, but I did pick out some of my favorites. I don't know if we'll get through all of them, but we'll try our best. Um, I've got to stop still. No, you no, really stop. don't think the Dragons have any hope. I have I have very little confidence in them. I think if they come higher than fourteenth, I'd be. I think it's it's wow. a good season for them. I just don't wow. see it because well, look, there's a question about this later, so okay. we can get into it a little bit more. But um, look, despite that, I'm absolutely pumped for this season. Mm. It's going to be one of the biggest and the best, uh, and we've got plenty to talk about. So why don't we get cracking? Bring it on. The the best thing about our listeners is. They they get, we get the normal questions like the who's going to win the grand yeah, final yeah. questions which you'd expect on a podcast episode about the NRL, uh, uh, but they also give us those expansion questions and how does this relate to international rugby league questions mm. and it's bloody amazing. I'm I'm glad there are people that want to listen to that shit because I want to talk about it. Yeah. You but, swore twice. You are excited. Well, this but, is he's pumped. Yeah, so, I'm, I, you guys are, can swear as well. It's cool, not just me. But anyway. Um, <laughs> You're more than Thank welcome you. to. But let's get started. So we're going to go with some of the sort of normalish NRL questions before we okay. expand out. Uh, so the first one's from Jake Watson, and we'll go ladies first. So who is your Delhi M prediction, Mary? Do we have to go ladies first? Am I allowed to think about it before I come back? You can think about can it. Can I be wild? <laughs> can I tell you? Can I tell you what big what big league's saying? Why you think? Because you're going to like what big league's saying. 
If that no, do you know okay, what? If okay. they're saying something Parramatta related, I do not like, I and I'll tell you about that later. I'm Can I say be wild? Related, but no. Go. Valentine Holmes. No. Really? Yes. That's cool. Let's be really wild about that. I, I love think that. he's going to have an exceptional season. Mm. A lot of people compared him to sort of Jared Hayne and yeah. how he came back from the NFL and wasn't too good. Yeah. But he's had the benefit of a full preseason. Yeah. His last season in the NRL was absolutely spectacular. Yeah. Why not be wild and suggest Valentine Holmes? Well, you never know. He's in the right position to do it. He's playing for a decent club. Uh, you never know. Okay. Yeah, but sometimes a decent club, because of the because of the way the Dallium thing gets done, I'm trying to think who in the Cowboys is going to steal it off anyone. Jason Taumalolo. Yeah, JT. It well, it didn't hurt Teddy this year, last last season. So, it's true, it's true. you know. It's more like a player like Kalen Ponger is more, oh, actually, Newcastle have a good couple of players. Maybe yeah. Luke Brooks is a good example. He's, he's the guy I've got down. Of course. But, but <laughs> no my, surprises there. My big T biggest winner would be James Tedesco because yeah. he, without the crazy, you only get them from particular points per game. He is often, well, at least last year and the year before, was exceptional and should be the name, the best player, person in the thing. But I'm worried that Kiri's going to steal stuff from him. So Big League says Mitchell Moses yeah, and Big T says Luke Brooks. And Little Carb says Mitchell Moses as well. I just think he's due for his best season yet. Mm. Uh, so sorry, Mary. I'm sure that I'm, I can't wait to hear this story as to why you think that's a bad call. But Mitchell Moses, the other one for me is um, Tommy Turbo. Mm-hmm. Because I just think we've had RTS, we've had yeah. James Tedesco, yeah. Turbo's the next fullback to step up. If he's fit, right? If he's fit, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I think, I think he will be touch wood. I think mm. he will be need some wood, but um, I think, yeah, I think Tommy Turbo could be the man. But if we're gonna go wild, I want a front row to win, and maybe like Payne Haas or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think that'll be cool. But tell me why? Because yeah, you look forward. Yeah, you look. You were so scared up. when I mentioned. Mm. Mitch. Jimmy will love that I'm sharing this on air. There is no one more pessimistic about Parramatta's chances this year than me. And I think it's because I've been disappointed for so many years. Mm. And we'll all recall what happened two years ago when Parramatta went into a season with expectation. We finished at the bottom of Mm. the ladder. So by all accounts, our team is much stronger this year. Mm. Got Ryan Madison, Regan Campbell-Gillard, Mitch Moses looked great at the nines and at the nines last year. Mm. All signs point to a great season, and yet, yeah, yeah, and yet, because also Gutherson, whenever I feel he's such a nice guy off off field, so that's going to translate eventually into like his actual kingness on the field. I think he's pretty regular on the field, but he he's going to launch. I, I listen to another podcast called NRL Boom Rookies, oh, and yeah, they yeah, say yeah. that Clint Gutherson is not a king. He's the court jester. Yeah, where, yeah. where did the king nickname come from? I Has don't it? know. Because that came out of the blue for me. Because the king's Wally Lewis, right? And, and look, like, I love Gutho. Yeah. He's not Wally Lewis. No. I think it's a little bit yeah, he's yeah. meant to be a bit funny. Yeah. And now it's been taken stuck. very seriously. But anyway, it's stuck. Um, let's move on. So Jacob Thompson wants to know. And who have we got for the top try scorer this this year? Mary, you can start with that well, one as well. are you going to go super crazy again? Because I'd like you to. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to put in we've more pressure. Do you know what? You start, Big T, and then I'll come you, up you with, a, with well, a wild one. Mine's Josh Adokar. It's super boring. I feel like he's he's almost on a contract year kind of vibe. He's already electric and amazing. Yep. Um, I think Cam Smith's going to need to do a lot, and so he's going to do a lot towards Adokar. He's kicking in with the 2040 or so. I'm going to get to that later. Don't tell you now. Josh, Josh had a car as my answer. Who was it last year? Was it Mike Acevo last year? I think so. Because I feel like it will be a player like that. Yeah. Someone new that teams haven't Who had the opportunity. 
<laughs> some some hack club. Uh, no, Parramatta. Um, someone that we haven't. More build up. More build up is what I'm trying to We're just no. going to mention Parramatta as much as we can. Yeah, right, more build up. It's going to kill me, honestly. I'm just going to go into a shell carbs. I, I'm gonna, I was going to say Josh Adokar, but I think it could be difficult because Vunavalu's on the other side and they'll, they'll, they'll share it around. Yep. It's also his last season in the NRL going to rugby union next year. Uh, so I think he's going to have a big one. Um, but yeah, I, I think Vunavalu. Um, big League said Sebo. Did they? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, great. Yeah. Big League. Big League eel. putting the kibosh on <laughs> Parramatta. Maritialis, I'm coming for you. Um, Nate Gladden, Rugby League in America podcast, wants to know, which club has a realistic chance but would shock you if they won? I love so, that question. Yeah, who's, the, who's your smoky? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, big T, you start. Uh, I know th- uh, this is going to sound so annoying, but it's West Tigers. But the the only reason why I say it is <laughs> because... A, I'm glad you guys are confident about your teams. It makes no, it feel well, good. I feel it's hard to go into a season without it. Yeah. You really need to... Other than the Titans, I, I just can't see anyone actually... Like, the Titans would be a mega shock. Like, no, not even Titans fans at if the moment. If the Titans come like 15th, that will be a shock mm. to me too. I think they're... Anyway, it's the closest about, competition, yeah. though, in yeah, yeah. the world. Yeah. I, I went to a, um, a talk... I can't, remember, I can't remember what they're called now, but it's a great lecture, the Tom Brock lecture. It's a rugby oh, yeah. league lecture they have yearly. And and one of the guys who was there once was explaining um, through statistics that rugby Spencer? League... Spencer Casimir? I'll go with yes. Was he a data man, like quite intense data analytics? If so, it's Spencer Casimir. Okay. Look him up on on Twitter. Okay. And he, um, Spencer was telling me that uh, the, that the NRL and looking at the NBA, NFL, none of those, the bottom to the top is way further yeah. than even AFL, bottom to top. But the NRL has the closest one in the uh, in the world. The thing that's troubling me about the Tigers this year is they don't really have a hooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I saw in the trials that that Billy Walters guy was great, and then Josh Reynolds came on. He was great. We'll be fine. Don't okay. Worry about All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Barely well, touched the okay. ball. Let's anyway. talk again in a few. You'll be fine. Um, <laughs> what about you, Mary? Uh, my one might be a surprising one. It's the North Queensland Cowboys. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't actually have them in my top eight. I don't think. Paul Green's coaching right. is particularly good and I don't think he suits the particular side that he's got. The Cowboys on paper to me look like a top four team. Yeah. So if they go out and win the thing, I'd be surprised because it means that Paul Green's coaching methods have changed. Yeah. Um, Cowboys, there's no doubt in my mind that they will improve. And well, they yeah, have to. Yeah, they they have looked to. old yeah, and yeah. slow and the block plays last year. Yeah. And you'd think Valentine coming in and if he wins, Dalian you know, winning. Dalian, mm-hmm. yeah. Dalian, sure. mm. you never know. Uh, mine, uh, and I've kind of mentioned it as well, but mine is uh, Manly. I think they're okay. going to win the comp. I'm, I'm, I think they're a big chance. Like mm. I'd be putting some dollars on them if I was a betting man. If the T-Boys, the Turbo Boys can stay fit, uh, Desi's done it before. Uh, Daly Cherry Evans is in the prime of his career. Probably he never like, seems injured. No. Now think about it. He no. well. Doing well. They've got a good pack, good backs. Goal kicker, Ruben Garrick. Mm. He scores a lot of tries as well. I just think Manly, they're like, I'd be, yeah, they're my favourites to take out the whole thing, but they're a smoky as well. I grew, That's why I didn't pick them because I'm tipping them to take out the comp. Yeah. So if I'm tipping that good, them, yeah. that's what I think. I I'm mean, shocked. I yeah. That was why I didn't pick them either. Yeah, I've got them in the top four. All right. So we're all aligned on that one. Mm. Uh, Luke Sturkenboom wants to know, what teams or players will benefit most from the new rule changes this year? Can I say that the Melbourne Storm will benefit from having Cameron Smith as captain with Captain's Challenge? Oh, that's excellent. I knew. I was, yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. I feel like he wrote the rule. Yeah, didn't he? Um, so That's excellent. 
Like, I'm, well, I had him down, but I had him because he's great at kicking 20-40. I'm not, that wasn't smart enough. That's way smarter. I feel super annoyed that I didn't think of that. I also think Ponga would jumping out from a scrum in the middle of the field, moving either side could be great for Newcastle. That's the only thing about the internet. Oh, but the, what I wanted to say before about the oh, Captain's yeah. Challenge yeah. a week ago. You've come <laughs> alive. Yeah. <laughs> was a lot of people are, uh, thinking that the Captain's Challenge is going to take, well, it's great because it will take pressure off referees. Yeah. Whereas... That's never what happens. All it will be is that referees should have made the call right in the first place so the captain didn't have to challenge it yeah. or all this other fur law. In fact, it'll probably mean we spend more time Analyzing. upstairs, right? Which I just mm. find so bizarre. It's mm. like, actually, it's not really bizarre because as rugby league fans, we don't really know what we want. People want <laughs> faster calls, faster decision-making, less time with the bunker, yet I think that this is not going to result in that happening no but also they the moment something's made a uh, calls made really quickly like in the nines where the, the yeah i was gonna put it that. out everyone yeah. was in, yeah. in an absolute uproar over well that. were they because i thought people were generally quite accepting okay of that i don't know you i saw a lot of jokes about it, it online yeah, yeah. Mate, yeah. I, I, I try not to <laughs> well there you go so i yeah i agree with all that i think look we're we're slowly turning into the nfl a little bit especially with that rule change uh, but I don't mind it. Like the, like I've, I said last week, the drama is fan. It's it's better than the ref not being able to make a decision mm. going to the bunker. So uh, if if we're going to see things like captain challenge, uh, captain's challenge taking place, um, then I'd like to see less emphasis on the bunker. So maybe it can only happen if the when the referee makes a decision or something like that. I don't know. But um, I think it will add to the theatre. But um, yeah, I, I don't want too much too many rule changes like that mm. anymore. Yeah. All right. When the referee makes a decision is without a doubt the worst way to define that though because unfortunately they make a decision they don't on make every use. play. They're making a decision on how far 10 is. They're making a decision on how long the ruck is. Like Referees are – that's the other problem we have with the game or, or one of the great things we have about the great game is that a, a human is so involved in every aspect of it that a referee is involved in every tackle and every – Every pass, everything that happens on that field, the referees or the touch judges are all entwined in all of it. But we need to give them more, I guess, um, courage to make that call. And and rules like this are sort of taking that away a little bit, I suppose. But I don't know. I just want to see a ref make the call. And if it's if it's not really a try, then so be it. There are so many interesting points I want to yeah. just bring in here. Go. So yeah. I've had Casey and Gavin Badger on my show before, and I don't think I ever appreciated just how much referees are looking out for and how many decisions yeah. they're making throughout a game. So I find that incredible. And my second point was going to be, Carbs, what were you just speaking about? <laughs> Giving them courage. Oh, yeah. I think the media plays a huge role yeah, in that 100%. because, I mean, I don't really want to bring it up on the first – well, the only NRL podcast that you're going to do this year. But the six again, I mean, the yeah. NRL world went into meltdown yeah. after that call was made. Yeah. And it was the wrong call, I think, and the way it was handled was bizarre. But if we're going to give referees the power and the courage to make decisions, then we need to say at times they're to going to media. make a mistake yeah. as well. That's right. And I think it's it's that soccer mentality mm. where it's like the ref's call is the call and that's it. And if it was wrong, it doesn't matter because that was the ref's call. That's what he, he or she said. And um, I'd like to see more of that. And I think we're moving away from that. But I'm, I'm contradicting myself because I think Captain's Challenge is actually going to be quite fun. So I like when it happens in the tennis. Do you right? listen to um, to Gavin and State? Gavin and State. Gavin and... Uh, <laughs> Do you love that show, by the yeah. way? <laughs> Gavin and... Uh, Casey's? Casey's. Podcast? <laughs> Occasionally. I find it really interesting. Yeah, it's fantastic. They are excellent. I actually suggested mm. to them when they came on my show that they should do a do podcast. It. So I'm glad to see hey, them thriving. There you yeah. go. Well done. 
uh, commission to Mary Kay. <laughs> um, guys, Joey does physio, wants to know our season predictions. So he didn't specify, but I'm going to say like minor premiership, grand final winner, who makes the GF, wooden spoon. Yep. Maybe even state of origin. We're all going to say New South Wales. So, okay. Do we want to do them one by one and go around? Yeah, let's ju- let's just go around. Well, just... anyone, I do think New South Wales. I'll just knock that one over. Origin, New South Wales. I think New South Wales men and, as well. Men and women. Men and women and under 20s. I can't see Queensland winning anything forever. <laughs> oh, gosh. They might win the women's. <laughs> yeah. but no, They but might I, win the women's. Their strength at the moment, though, is is ageing. With Briganshaw and um, the fullback whose name I can never remember. Chelsea Baker? Chelsea Baker. They're both ageing. They are. And so I just feel like so Studden and no, no, all, all of our key players are young, young. youthful. Yeah. I want like, to see just how like the men's team. I want to see how they go up in Queensland because the women's state of origin has obviously been played in mm. New South Wales for the last three years. We'll be moving up to Queensland this year. What impact will that have? It has to. Has to have an impact. Well, if they can't win up in Queensland. And I feel like this happens in throughout state of origin history. A few New South Welsh men and women totally riding off Queensland and then mm. Queensland come yeah, okay, That's true. So let's maybe, <laughs> going back to your Parramatta sort of speak earlier, let's not yeah, let's, let's not put the kibosh on New South Wales. Um, what about minor premiership? I did my top eight for the Raw last week. Oh, wow. Well, and okay. I've got the Sydney Roosters at again. the top. Okay. Again. No, I completely understand it. I'll be the Valentine Holmes of this bit then. And I'm saying minor premiers Raiders. Wow. Yeah, cool. I think they're going to be. I had them fourth on my ladder. Right. But also, what's his name's got injured at the moment? I've got all this. What's his name? Who's that amazing guy? Who? John Bateman. Yeah, John Bateman's Bateman. For a little while. John well, Bateman. You're here. I'm loving it. <laughs> we so, just have you every week, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. I'm just down the road. I'm <laughs> in my ear for my life. So I'm just like, that person. That, but yes, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I got he, you back. He got injured, but he'll once he comes back, Raiders will all be playing well, and then he'll come in, eject even further. Raiders. Maybe John Batman will get the Dally M. <laughs> he could. Just um, the accent. Yeah. Hope he gets it. Parramatta. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I think they've got the minor premiership, oh. and I think I said I, I think they'll win the grand final against Manly. Oh. So, yeah. I need to excuse myself yeah. too much. Paramanly. How good would that Again, be? It would yeah. be amazing. Yeah. It yeah. would be so, so good. Yeah. Like for those two teams to make a yeah. grand final, it builds Ro- on the rivalry. Yeah. In all honesty, the Roosters will probably be there again. I just don't want to say it. I don't want to. I know. I you know. It felt like it's the same with Melbourne a few mm. years ago. Like mm. I just got bored of predicting that they were going to finish first. Mm. I've got them second. Oh, no. Third on my ladder. You've got para third? No, I've got Parramatta sixth. You got para- No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. I don't want to ask, but are the Tigers making the final in your Raw article? Oh, okay, cool. I'm really, I really... Yes. S- but where do they fall? Fall. Where? Ninth. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> I have a lot of faith in Michael Maguire, though. Like, I think, to be honest, to I've got the Brisbane Broncos in at seventh. I'd be pretty happy to sub, sub the Tigers in. Yeah. The, I have concerns about the Broncos this year. That should have happened last year. I've got... Opposite feels about the Broncos. I think they could surprise some people. Really? Yeah. Maybe okay. they should have been my smoke. I don't think they can win it though. I would be shocked if that because you've got. I would be shocked too. Yeah. Yeah. There's I, a question about Queensland later. Let's let's leave okay. it then. But anyway, the I think Rabbits win. Rabbits. Do you? There's, there's my other smoky. Okay. Yeah. If it's not West Tigers, I think it's Rabbits Canberra final, and I just would think that's the weirdest um, final. I like that we've both named or we've all named all these different teams. Like it just yeah. goes to show. Spencer's point about how close this competition is. Because imagine Latrell Mitchell being amazing. Yeah. I think it could happen yeah. this year. I mean, we know that Wayne Bennett is a coach that really develops great relationships yeah. with his players. And I feel like Latrell is a player 
that needs Latrell that support needs from the Wayne people Mount. around him. Yeah. I mean, we've seen him sort of come into his own during this All-Stars period, yep. standing up for who he is and what he yep. believes in. I think he's going to be the buy of the season. Well, I think yep. at fullback as well, like people question that. They say he goes missing, but I think a centre is always going to go missing for parts of the game because he's always on one side of the field. Mm. At fullback, he could be anything. And it's it's going to be crazy to see. Do we have to pick our wooden spooners? We yep. do. Ooh, all right. I know mine. I'll go first. I'll put the kibosh on them. They won't get the wooden <laughs> spoon after doing this. The Warriors for me. Oh, you got Warriors. Oh, really? The Warriors are a team that perpetually disappoint me. Yeah. Like, mm. I don't think on paper this year they're a particularly good team, but in the past they have been and they just continue to disappoint. I don't really get their team this year. Yeah. And their forward pack <laughs> to me as well. I just don't really know what's going you on. You look like someone's said to you, how do you feel about broccoli? And you've gone, I'm, I'm not really, I don't really <laughs> no, like broccoli. And they're like, oh, that's a real shame because it's here's really a big helpful. plate of it. Because your face is like, warriors. Oh, oh, oh. I hope you can hear it because it looks. <laughs> Were you trying to feed the littlest broccoli before you got yeah. here? Yeah. I well, love broccoli, my yeah. favourite vegetable. Yeah, it's mm. great. Broccoli. I just, think, I just like, I think it's a great word as well. I misspoke broccoli. before. I was going to say Canberra minor premiers, but they get bumped. And it's Tigers South Grand Final, and oh, South win that. Wow, South win that because that also goes back to like 1909 rivalry, big time. Um, but my wooden spoons, Titans. I just yeah, Titans. Them. I, I think they'll improve this uh, year. What makes you say that? New coach. Yeah, he's and he's a good coach. He's a n- but I just think he needs a season, and mm. he just needs some some help with his playing stuff because. I just don't see them getting better than last year. Real shame is... about Ryan James. Yeah. I know. Devastating. Yeah. I hope that isn't the end of his career. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Let's move on to Bernard Fizz. Uh, what expectations do you have for your own clubs? And we've kind of touched on this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you've got to, this is the time that you <laughs> Yeah, This is your playing. time to shine, Cubs. Look, the Dragons, I feel like we have high hopes every year. Mm. Um, and I've just been hurt way too many times. I understand. I've been hurt. Every year. Um, and last What fan doesn't do this other than Melbourne yeah, but, Storm fan? but last year was terrible. It was, as a Dragons fan, in my lifetime anyway, it was the most painful season that I remember. Right. Like, we've lost grand finals. We've, you know, we've had, like, it was just rubbish. And um, again, like the Titans, I don't see much improvement. Like, we've lost some players, but I know we've, we've gained Isaac Luke. We've gained Trent Merrin. Are they, have they still got it? I don't know. Is the coach right? I don't think so, unfortunately. And I just think we've got we've got a lot of young talent coming through. And I see, you know, the Jackson Fords and the Sailors. Tristan and, Sailor. Yeah, Tristan mm. Sailor. But, like, where does he play? Where does McGregor play him? Because Zach Lomax wants fullback. We've got two centres that I don't think... Well, I don't, I don't like bagging players out, mm. but I just don't think our centres are up to scratch at the moment mm-hmm. defensively. Um, who do you play on the wing? We've got a few candidates, but no one's really putting their hand up and cementing their spot. At least with Cameron McInnes injured, yeah. you won't yeah. be playing that spine shuffle game that you were playing last yeah. year, which I found absolutely infuriating. But th- I, that's, I just feel like we're going to play that in our outside backs mm. anyway, because we don't know, no one's putting their hand up. I don't think Paul McGregor's going to make a decision. We've got great halves. We've got some great forwards. I don't know. I, I hope, I have hope. I just don't want to have hope yet because I don't want to get my heart broken again. Isaac Luke's definitely still got it. Yeah. And you can't sit there and say you don't like bagging players, but then end every show by telling one of them to go, go fuck themselves. <laughs> but, <so> that, <laughs> but there's 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 a story behind that. Anyway. Okay. But yeah. uh, I, I definitely think we make the top eight and then and then push on through to... I think we make lo- similar to Parramatta when we come sixth-ish yeah. and then bump and then make a surprise run through that. 
I think you've all heard what I feel about Parramatta. We should be better. Mm. We should be. But if we had a dismal season, nothing surprises me anymore. Mm. Bank West is a game changer, though. Mm. I love going to Bank West Stadium. And if you are a fan that's listening and you haven't had the opportunity to go, I just really encourage you. It's a great experience. Yeah. And even if you're not a para fan, I went and saw rabbits and tigers there and it was great. Yeah, yeah it's good fun. Great. I saw dragons para there. First half was good. You were there too. I, think, I was right? there, yeah. yeah dra- first half was great, wasn't it? But second half, no. Nah. <laughs> didn't, didn't play. <laughs> it's okay. But um, I'd be very surprised if para don't make the top four. Like, very yeah, surprised. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying anything. <laughs> um, who will be the underrated signing of the year? And this comes from Oliver from Rugby League, in my opinion. Underrated signing. I'll go. Yep. James Maloney for oh, the Dragoons. All right. I don't know why. Everyone talked about it that he's just leaving, but I reckon that the Dragoons are going to – he makes every team go to a grand final. That's why I wanted him at Parramatta. I think he should do a year at every club. 100%. I that want him at the great. West. Yeah. I think everyone would love that as well. Yeah, yeah, and so would he. The only problem is I once saw an interview and he has to move his family all the time, and that's really sad. He's got yeah. daughters. They're trying to go to school. But – um. Outside of that, <laughs> outside of ruining a family. I've got a suggestion, and you may like this one. I think the Leilua brothers yeah, are I... going to be really exciting for the West Tigers. Fork it up, go. Uh, you know, BJ Leilua, he had a, a sort of rough ending with the Canberra Raiders, but yeah. we know how good he can be. So good. And I want to see how him and his, his brother link up. And also, we all know how good he is because most of those highlights are against us. So at the very <laughs> least, we've mitigated that problem of someone doing it yeah, to Hopefully us. the common denominator is it's during Tigers. Mm-hmm. Game. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like Oval. He's amazing at like Oval. Uh, you took the words out of my mouth, Leilua brothers. I'm so pumped to see them together. Really sad that it means Luciano is no longer a dragon, mm. but they're going to be exciting to watch. And there might be a mistake or two in both of them, but there always is, right? It's one of those but players like that you take yeah. with the bat. Yeah, that's yep. what you. Yeah, exactly right. So yeah, Leilua's. There you go, Big T. You oh, got it. So excited. look at that. <laughs> uh, Clarky's NRL. Uh, Clarky's rugby league column, I should say. Dan Clark. He asked us to predict a massive headline for the 2020 season. <clears throat> well, a Dane, massive headline. I reckon Big T's prepared. I've lined us up. Yeah. Okay. I reckon, Dane, that we get cut copy. They play at the grand final. I don't know if you know that. You're not a cool dad. So you're not a cool I dad. I know cut copy. I used to dance to them when I was at university, Secret. like at music festivals. Are they still around? Well, does that matter? No, the it doesn't NRL, matter at all. The NRL brings them out <laughs> not for at the grand all. final. Not at all. Time stands still when I think of you, great song. Uh, then there'll also be something probably about the Roosters who score the most amount of points ever. And it is, wait for it, Roosters require just 310 points to become the first club in the premiership history to score 40,000 points. You've done your research. Well, this comes directly from David Milton yeah. from Big League. Thanks, Big League. I'm glad one of us has done research. And <laughs> this, they're, they're the two lead-up <clears throat> headlines. The real one will be oh. uh, that there is a big push for the Clive Churchill to be renamed after Joey Leilua, who has a great grand final <laughs> performance in history. He could have given us one each, Mary. I like that. Three headlines. We're going to oh, have that's cool. surely a headline about Cameron Smith breaking the uh, record for most games played. Yeah, again. Every and again, week. And again. <laughs> <laughs> and again and again and again. I'm really worried that that Roosters record breaking is going to be against the Titans as well. They'll absolutely pump the Titans one day and everyone will be celebrating the record break. Well, and no m- one will be thinking about the poor Titans' feelings. How many points away are they? They're 310. Cool. We could probably even work it out yeah, around where it's going to the... be. Mitch Orbison is going to be the one that scores the try to break Ooh. the record. Oh, God, oh, that would be amazing. In fact, there's an interesting thing here about <laughs> Mitch Orbison. Now that you said it, he is like we a certain amount of... He's gonna. He's got 289 games, so he'll reach 300 Aww. and score the point 
to take them to 40,000 at the same time. I love it. This okay, is so romantic. I'm changing my headline. Josh Morris scores record-breaking <gasps> Roosters point against Cronulla Sharks. Wow. Against the Sharks. You've just ripped out. It's that Boom. Simpsons episode. Like what? <laughs> now, but my headline is actually uh, the Heartlands are alive with the Eels, the Tigers, and the Dragons in the top three. Whoa. Wow. That's not going to happen, but maybe for you guys. Could we have a headline <laughs> that no Queensland team makes the top eight this yes. year? Yes, yes. Well, funny you say that. Yeah, shift. Because oh. our next question, this is a perfect oh. segue. Maybe we have planned. The best segue. Uh, California, uh, California Youth Rugby League asked, could a Queensland club uh, end top of the table this season? I've said the big yellow bear, that is California Rugby League, has the same amount of chances as a Queensland team. <laughs> Making the uh, top of the table. Top of the table. What yeah, that's a your question is if they're going to make the top you eight. You said the Cowboys uh, I, could do well. The, you they've said got Spokey the team the to do well. I don't yeah. think they will. Um, on California Rugby League, actually, is there anywhere I can get their merchandise from? Definitely. Uh, yeah? I think it's... <laughs> you, ca- yeah, it's... <laughs> I'm not this good. See, this is why Mary's the best. This is why Mary's in so many things. <laughs> we'll, we'll have them to you next week. No, um, uh, California Rugby League. I'll, I'll send you the website. You can get it on, you on their website. On, can't you get it on the thing? That oh, Matt's got Brown. Sorry, actually, hold on. Stop, stop. Can't edit it because Mercho's married. He's not here this week. Uh, Mascordbrowns.com. So you can get it there? Mascordbrowns.com.au. I right. did this on purpose. It was incredible. Yeah. Well, if you use the discount place. code <laughs> 2020vision, 2020vision, no spaces, uh, I don't know if they've got any stock at the moment, but if not, um, Tom's actually going to let me know. Tom from oh. California Rugby League is going to let me know when their new stock comes in, and I'll let you know. Yeah, let me know, Tom, because there'll be someone listening that has a, is a really big fan of just the social media of California yes. Rugby League mm. and that little yellow bear. So, yeah, keep me posted. I'm learning more about how to podcast than I am about how Rugby be, League yeah. tonight. This is, like this. A, this is like a session in pod, yeah. Yeah, podcast, <laughs> the podcast, podcast by Mary Kay. Um, Patrick Nan wants to know, which players are you most excited about this year? I mean, you guys said Leilua Brothers, so... I'm excited about Latrell too. I think this is a really good opportunity for him to make that fullback position his own, Mm. to really settle into the South Sydney Rabbitohs, who we know are a club that has strong links to their Indigenous community. I think there's a great opportunity for him there. Isn't that a great story as well? I love that. Mm. I'm looking at my NRL CEO team, and so that's like fantasy football, but it's not done through the Telegraph. Or NRL, and they're all forwards. I'm super jaded about Nelson Asafa Solomona, mm-hmm. Brandon Smith, uh, Pango Smith's Junior. A good one. Yeah, so I really just people outside of my team that I usually I don't want them to succeed unless they're in New South Wales. Whereas those guys, I want to see them doing great things. So they're they're great players. Nelson, I get to now like celebrate Nelson's greatness. That's excitement for me. I want to see the Broncos forwards as well. I got such joy out of seeing like Payne Haas, yeah, David yeah. Fafita last year. They were monstrous. Electric. You took the words right out of my mouth yep. again. Which one? Payne Haas. Yeah. I just think he could be one of the best of all time in his position. Again, touch wood, but yeah, give him. Best all time. Well, Far out, Cubs. Dude, he is, look at him. Yeah. And at such a young age like, as well. But yeah. have you seen a front rower that does the things he does? No. It's crazy, man. The speed on that bloke. Yeah. Speed, step, skill. And he's a and he's a unit like mm. Payne Haas. Yeah, I love you. Um, let's get into. He was the, rookie of the year last year as well. Am I remember? Yeah, he right? was. Yes. Yeah, that, that means that award works. Here's a trickier one. Cole Moorman. He wants to know: Are there any Americans playing in the NRL? Okay, so oh, I feel like I did a tiny little bit of research hey, for this one okay. because we obviously had the World Nines last year. So Joseph Paulo yep. has played for America before. Yep. 
Ronaldo Mulatalo also yeah. played in the Nines last yeah. year. And then there are a couple of others. Junior Vivi, I think he played for Parramatta at one point. He's at Toulouse. Um, and Eddie Pettiborn yeah. as well. I think that's about all that your listeners would know. What do you think, Carl? Well, all of these guys, are they they are, it's through their American Samoan heritage, which is where most of the NRL-related American players will come from. The only one that's close is not in the NRL yet is Joe Eichner. He's playing for Northern Pride in the Queensland Cup, or he's in that squad anyway. Um, could he get there? I'm not too sure, but he's the closest, like, American-born guy. But otherwise, you've, you've named them. Like, Mulatalo would be the most prominent at the moment. And Can American I give you some more historical ones? Yeah. Yes, Because I also did weird research. Joseph Vuna played for the Warriors in 2018. Nice. Born in the States. Clint Newton. Clint Newton, course. yeah, he was born I wanted there. to share yeah. the El McPherson yeah. story. Not no. the El McPherson story. The, um, this is terrible that I don't know that <laughs> lovely <laughs> model's name. The very, very famous one. Is it Jennifer Hawkins? She is a famous Yeah, yeah, Jen famous. Hawkins and oh, Clint uh, Newton. I be- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They dated for a while. Oh, good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think yeah. he dumped her. Wow. <laughs> what was he thinking? Okay. He has a lovely wife now and two oh, there you beautiful go. girls. There you go. It all worked out yeah. for for both of them. For, which for everyone. Like. <laughs> he also there's a person called Manfred Moore. He played for Newtown in 1977. Yeah. I like that. Boy. And Al Kirkland played for Parramatta in 1956. Also born in America. Thank you, Rugby League Project. You there incredible you go. website. Killing it. Um, the other one who he wasn't born there. Uh, Sideshow Bob. What was his name? He wasn't born. Yeah, no, what was his name? Um, the one played that for the played Roosters? for Parramatta? Yeah. Matt Peterson? And the Roosters. Matt Peterson. Really? He played, yeah, he played 2013 World Cup for the US. I Are you it's kidding me? Either a, probably parent rule, I'd say. Right. One of his parents was born there. I think he also lives in Balmain. We should try and get him on the show and mm. talk about that 2013 World Cup. Wow. So. There yeah. you go. But I think in the future, hopefully lots of Americans making their way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Actually, that's going to link to another great question about diluting something, something. Let's let's get to that. Let's get to that, because yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, um, but I want it. That'll be our expansion. Great. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. Mary, yep, Mary yep, should yep, really help yep, us right she, now. Uh, Mary, where? Are you? where, where? <laughs> um, Max Huttery would like to know which Super League players could come across and do well in the NRL. This is a bit contentious, but Sonny Bill Williams. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a really. You good could go even coming. more contentious I mean, than that. that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We could. But no. Yeah, no, you're, you're, no. Oh, you're going to... Yeah, I'm, I'm a hard, no. Well. I'm a hard no. Well, look, he's not, he's not coming back. No, he isn't. Although I did hear the Roosters were... But the Roosters are talking to everyone. Yeah. But yeah, he's not coming back. So here, I guess, is my question about the Super League. We yeah. saw a really great World Club Challenge. Yep. We saw St. Helens sort of fall away in the last 20 minutes. Yep. How many Super League teams do you think could legitimately come out here and compete in the NRL? We, like week to week... We've our in our climate conditions training. I think a couple could. So mm. St Helens are one. Yes, no doubt in my mind, and people will bash me for that. But St Helens could. I'm not saying they'd win the NRL, but they would make the final. They beat the Titans. Yeah, you yeah. want them to be sort of yeah. competitive yeah. because I think the gap in the Super League yeah. is far wider Definitely. than what we've got here in yeah, the NRL. Definitely. Saints are one. It's hard to say this early in the season, but typically Wigan is another. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, there aren't too many. Uh, Warrington's probably another one as well. Wolfie. 
Yeah. I go. love Wolfie. <laughs> He's very cute. But I would say, look, there's a few. So um, Alex Wormsley mm-hmm. for St. Helens, I think, is he a few years away. He was epic the other Fantastic. day, wasn't he? Luke Thompson as well, but he's coming mm-hmm. to the Bulldogs next year, so I didn't want to mention guy. him. Um, there's Wellsby. There's Wormsley and Wellsby. So the fullback for Saints as well, while Lachlan Coote's injured. He's about 18, 19 years old. Played in the schoolboys English side that defeated Australia recently. Wow. And he's coming up through Saints at the moment as well. I think he could do it. Um, th- th- look, there's there's plenty. Say it again, Wells. There's there's Alex Wormsley and Jack Wellsby. I feel like Jimmy's sister-in-law is related to Wormsley. Wow. Really? I feel like that's right. And Jimmy, I'm so sorry if I've just stitched you up You're there. like three degrees of separation. There's no set, you know, there's seven, <laughs> what is it? Six degrees of separation. You're like three, <laughs> three. degrees. Mm. But um, I think they could do it. But look, there's plenty. Like Regan Grace is another. I'm going through Saints players because they're my club. They come out and they're yeah. at the right club in yeah. the right position, then they can be successful because the balance of teams means they require different skill sets in different positions. Like, are you telling yeah. me there aren't players that could come, that couldn't come to the Roosters? Yeah. Slot right in and especially the forward. Look at John Bateman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like John Bateman was a good player over there, but he's improved in leaps and bounds over here. But he was great when he turned up. Like yeah. Ricky saw yeah. here that he was great. And, mm. Yeah. So yeah, there's. I, I think there's plenty, but there's definitely a few that I'd like to see. Um, another one is uh, Ben Murdoch Masilla, who's coming back apparently to the Warriors. Ex Tiger. He's an ex Tiger, so he's already been here. Um, but I think he's he's been killing it, and he played so well for Tonga last year. Right. Look, the short short answer: plenty of players could come mm. across. But yeah, hopefully we see more of them. Um, oh, and just on that, hopefully we see some women yes. from the Women's Super League coming mm. into the NRLW. Could Amy Hardcastle? Potentially, but her partner, AJ Boardman, is yep. now playing, I think it's for Hunslet? Ah. Maybe. But we've got Charlotte Booth out here yep. at the moment. So yep. she's relocated to Brisbane, hoping to play in the NRLW. Yep. And I had the chance to chat to Courtney Hill before the nines. She was Epic in the nines for the Sydney Roosters. Yep. She is a Brisbane girl originally, so potentially she could move home to yeah. play in the NRLW, which I think would be so exciting. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we well, the problem is, and we can probably expand on this a little bit later as well, or on another episode, Mary. When we Anytime. Get, when we get you back for the NRLW episode of Chasing Kangaroos. But the problem is we've got four top flight sides in the NRLW. And we've got plenty of like yeah. competition That's competitions right. there. So we're not really looking for English players to come out here, but I, I hope there's opportunities for them mm-hmm. soon. Um, but yeah, that'll be awesome. Um, Joey does physio again. This is his second question, but he asked two good questions. So um, who are some rising stars with smaller nation heritage in the NRL this year? Oh, he said the smaller nation heritage. Because I always wrote those names down because I didn't have any. But I was going to r- say Wellsby and Wormsley. No, Wellsby <laughs> and Wormsley. But just Wormsley. Realized, Damn it. Wormsley. <laughs> I've even written Wormsley. Wormsley. It's like Ugly. the Wormwoods from Matilda. <laughs> but, yeah, you might not know Wormsley. He's he's coming up. He's from, real uh, up he's and coming. Well. He's, yeah, he's go just, on, Carl. He's got a list. I've got two. No, I haven't got a list, but I've got two that I am watching closely. So he might be related to you, Billy Magulius. So he's... Let's uh, say he is. Is he? Yeah, he might be. So uh, obviously Greek heritage. Um, and he's the helped. bloke who, who almost single-footedly yes. beat one. The he did it for yes. Newtown in the New South Wales Cup yeah. in the uh, the Super Bowl. I'll call it yeah. New South Wales Cup Queensland Cup yeah. final. He did it. He nearly did it again for Greece, <laughs> as well. He's been instrumental in yeah. them making the World Cup, which you must be absolutely pumped about. Pumped. So that's mm-hmm. going to be awesome. Uh, but and Billy, I think he's at that stage where he could kick on and maybe play Origin one day or something like that. 
but by the time this World Cup comes around 2021, he's going to be big for Greece, I think. So Billy Magulius is one I'm watching. That's a good one. The other one's one that I'm not, he's not a heritage player. He's Irish born. Uh, so Ronan Michael, he's come across, he was Irish born, played over there in Ireland, uh, got picked up by Huddersfield Giants and he's playing one season in Canberra at the Raiders. Oh. Um, so not sure. I don't think he'll make it to the NRL, but he'll have a good season in the lower grades this year and go back to the UK, a better player for it. So they're two that I'm looking out for. Ronan is a beautiful Irish name, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah. yeah. And Michael, beautiful surname. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> didn't say anything. First name, like, surname, whatever. You didn't like Michael Wormsley. That was a name. Okay, we'll, we'll move on. Do you have anything to add to that, Eric? <laughs> no, I think you've stolen the show, Carl. Done. Um, this one comes from Rugby League International on Instagram. Uh, should City Country and the Media Anzac Test make a comeback on the NRL calendar? I said no, straight up. What? It would have to be a no for me as well because I don't think teams take it seriously. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of seen as not a joke fixture, but you see coaches pulling their so that's players city out. Or yeah, yeah, city yeah. country. You see um, yeah. coaches pulling their players out, and it's mm. not a real contest. I think there's a way where we can get footy back into the bush, but I Without don't think that, city yeah. country is the way to do it. That was my my thoughts as well. So, like city country, we have we have more and more games in the bush every year now as well, which is great. I don't think city country answers that or solves that problem. Um, and also in the the last few seasons of city country the quality wasn't as good as NRL club standard. So I just don't think there's room for it anymore in the current day and age. As for Anzac test, again, I don't like seeing the internationals before origin. So as much as I love seeing Australia play New Zealand, that always sat a little bit funny for me. Mm-hmm. And the real Anzac Day matches the Dragons and the Roosters, isn't it? They don't play on Anzac Day, which has always mm. been weird for me. Well, it's been, I guess that test weekend has been replaced with the June... Yes. Yeah. The June mid-season test. So I'm kind of cool with, with all that. So I don't think there's a need to bring bring mm-hmm. that back. Do you guys agree to yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's well, move furiously on. furiously agreeing with each other. I know. I'm loving it. Let's see if we can disagree. We won't disagree on this one. Ken, uh, Stuart McLennan, good friend of, of, of the show friend. and good friend of yours as well, Mary. Uh, can we take more games to regional centres? Oh, we kind of just touched on. Yes. I think the answer is definitely yes. Yeah. And I have to say, this is the best pre-season that I've ever yes. seen. Right. I don't take too much from trial results at all. Parramatta could lose all their games, win all their games. I don't think it means too much when it comes to the season. But to see games in Papua New Guinea, to yes. see what happened down in Bega and Cabago on the weekend. Don't mention Mudgy. Wasn't going to mention <laughs> what happened Good. to Mudgy, but I think there's a really great opportunity to make the preseason a real celebration and take games all over the country. Would you see an opportunity for a preseason comp, like a knock, like a knockout comp that goes through country New South Wales, Queensland, PNG, as you mentioned? It's a cool idea. I just wonder whether the schedule's too packed. Yeah, we really would have to think about how much our players are playing, but I love the idea. There's, there's the, um, what is it? The Yorkshire Cup in the UK, which happens every now and then. I think it'll be cool to see like a Sydney Cup with yeah. like all the, like some of the older traditional clubs. I'll oh, bring Newtown back, maybe Newtown, the Bears. Yeah, but then take that to the country. And I think that would be pretty cool. I don't think it'll, like you said, calendar's packed. So I don't think it will happen. Biggest, what do you reckon? There's room? Well, I like, I'd like um, clubs to be obligated to, and you have to, you have to have a certain amount of home games somewhere somewhere yep and so you're also potentially if once that they have to do that you might have a five-year residency where the roosters kind of did with adelaide 
uh, where you have West Tigers take these four or five country towns, and then we spend the next five years playing one home, like they're kind of doing with Tamworth. Yeah, you have you spend or the uh, eels in Darwin. Yeah, that kind of thing. Or the you... sharks to Cogra. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> the sharks to everywhere, everywhere. this season. <laughs> well, the Roosters kind of I think also did it to the Central Coast, or they're doing it now. In they Gosford, did it to the Central so, Coast. Yeah. Drag- Dragons do it to Mudgee. Panthers go to Bathurst. Bathurst. Yeah, so I think so, that's a great thing that they should just kind of write into unwritten law that you you take these communities so that they know every year that they're going to get a game and then it's not just one they get a few we just don't have that many home games which are, which but also as a west tigers fan we have so many home grounds oh, yeah, yeah. Really easy for me to just say I that think that's something that the tigers need to sort they need to work out where home is but anyway the that's 100 percent true but the, i think we should go to or a three-year circuit you play you might play one uh we might play mudgy bathurst somewhere else orange and then we keep going around and around and around. Um, and each team has their own places. I think it would be great. Because then also that mudgy. Because when I went to do a city country game ages ago in Dubbo, a thousand different teams. It's the best, best mm. unless you'll ever be into in your whole entire life. It's full of every team because everyone has a fan there. <laughs> but if the Tigers took Orange and played in Orange every year, like they're doing in Tamworth, then Tamworth will be filled with West Tigers fans. Yeah. Well, it's like Mudgy for the Dragons, yeah. at the moment, even though we haven't won a game there. But still, they're taking games there and the, and the locals love it. There was one trial game that happened in Sydney on the weekend. I think it was played in front of a really poor crowd. I just think it's a, yeah. a, it's a missed mm. opportunity. Like, we see how excited these communities are to watch rugby league. Mm. So let's take the games there. Yeah, and they're, they're, for all everyone that deaf rides country rugby league, like, the passion's obviously oh, yeah. there. We've yeah. seen that. We've seen proof of that. I think everything we're saying is happening organically. Mm. It's going to get bigger and better mm. to a point where maybe we'll have some sort of organization around it, but we don't need it. Like it's happening. Yeah. They're loving it. Papua New Guinea was incredible for the Sharks. 10,000 people. And there. the Bulldogs. And I think the Sharks might take a home game there soon as well. Mm. Which, you know. That would be epic. For the preseason as well, it's a team trip, right? So all of the boys yeah. and, and the, the staff are all connecting just yeah. before the season starts. It makes so much sense the more I think about it. I think it's cool. What about this one then? This comes from Duke25 on Twitter. Should we take State of Origin overseas? And if so, where? I thought about this one and I think it's a great idea because I think Rugby League has real opportunity overseas, particularly in the US. But we saw what happened with that Denver game. Mm. So we need to make sure that the entire NRL is on board and that the scheduling is done appropriately so that it doesn't impact Mm. the the NRL which already happens during Origin, but that's with it being within Australia. Well, they took it to California, or they took a fourth Origin game to California in the 80s, right? Mm. And nothing's happened since. Peter Sterling ran out to uh, one of those AFL banners and couldn't get through it, <laughs> famously. Which is why it hasn't happened since, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, this is great because I'm going to disagree. Are you saying we should? Because like, I'm, 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 I'm saying we shouldn't, which people won't. Yeah, but go for it. What do you reckon? Only because uh, I've got no reasons why we shouldn't go overseas. Well, no, I do because I've where got a though? friend the of mine. Is where as well. No, I'm, I'm one step further back. A friend of mine who works at the New South Gallery of New South Wales, they're going through a huge issue at the moment with branding. Um, and it's because no one knows what New South Wales is outside mm-hmm. of Australia. Cool. And so they're thinking about changing it to the Sydney Museum because people know what Sydney is, but they can't really do the blah, 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 blah. And so it made me think about State of Origin where no one knows what Queensland and New South Wales is, so does it market well overseas? I, I'm, I don't think it does. But what I want to do is another circuit, guys. I'm all about my circuits <laughs> at the moment. The third game, or, or not the third game, but a, one of the three games should be taken in a seven-year circuit around Australia. Yeah, cool. It goes Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth, Melbourne, Canberra, Perth, 
and then Hobart Adelaide, which okay. is on another circuit. I like the idea of that. I like the idea of a new sponsor for New South Wales because Holden obviously no longer mm. can sponsor. Maybe oh. they maybe speak to your mate. Yeah. Have they just announced a new sponsor though today? Oh, have they? Yeah. Golden well, Point. Golden Point. <laughs> Mary Kay is going to be the Yeah. So I know a new sponsor was definitely announced. Ford. No, just kidding. Dear Lord, I hope that this news <laughs> is not embargoed. It's um, it's Hisense. Oh, cool. The technology company. Broken I, here first. Probably isn't by good. Three-year sponsorship spanning NRL Telstra Premiership State of Origin and NRL TV. Wow. The yes. beauty of the internet. Yes. Mary Kay, come back next week as well. Mm. Um, That's awesome. I, look, I think um, Origin goes wherever the money is. So the reason it's gone to, to WA, the reason it's gone to Adelaide, the reason it's been to Melbourne is because state governments are willing to throw yep. piles of cash at the NRL. That's the only way it's going to move around. You're not going to get that in New York. You're not going to get that. You know, there are two places where I think you might get that. One is Auckland. The other is London. I can see it working in those places. London's tricky because like we don't all have to get up at probably wee hours of the night to what, well, I don't know, actually, maybe it's okay, but. It's such, you're right. It's such a moneymaker and yes. a ratings winner. Yes. I think there's an opportunity to take something overseas. Yes. Maybe it is an origin. Maybe international games can go. That makes sense. Maybe, you know, but anyway, That makes sense. We can, we can talk more about that as well. But for me, it's a, for me, it's a no. I think it needs to, st like, I don't mind moving it around Australia, but I don't think it's the tool for growing the game. I think it's a tool for getting the NRL making some more cash. I'm just trying to grab any tool to grow the game. <laughs> but also, I think it's important not only to move, I think it has to move around Australia. Definitely. You know, and, I agree yeah, with that. I and, think... and a lot disagree, but I think we can all, we all agree on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's move up. We've got a lot of questions, as I said, about like how the NRL relates to International Rugby League. And expansion's a big one whenever we, when we last had this episode as well. Um, so this is a big question. So this like, let's, let's see how deep we can get. Sam Mercer wants us to examine all the possible areas for NRL expansion. All of them? Maybe not all of them. <sighs> yeah. He did specify Brisbane, two, Perth, uh, Wellington, Adelaide, Central Queensland, Central Coast, Papua New Guinea. Maybe not all of them, but let's just see what you guys think and where we land on, on some of these places. I think the NRL really missed an opportunity with the Western Force. Yeah. I really think that there was an opportunity there to buy that. It's still there. And repurpose it to rugby league. I mean, we saw decent crowds for the Nines. Crowds that were comparable, I think, to what we would have seen in Sydney. And look at the Origin crowd. And a lot of that were WA locals. I think people sort of shat on the Nines crowd. There's no bit. NRL team over there. But, yeah, like, who, who who's going... To the nines on a Friday afternoon. I don't in, know. In WA. In 40 degree heat. Like, I don't know. The crowd was great for, for if you really consider it like that. So, yeah, I agree with you. I'm continue. for Perth. Yeah. 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 yeah Perth, I'm, oh, we're only picking one. Oh, we can. We can. Let's pick see where more. it goes. Yeah. Let's, let's just I think I've got to pick my favorite child. Oh, good. Uh, I love Perth as well. I think Wellington's also a great idea having two New Zealand teams. Starting out as Auckland was a, was a real mistake that I would never have seen until it happened. And now New Zealand fans all tell me that they can't go for New Zealand Warriors because it's really the Auckland Warriors yeah. and they hate Auckland. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I didn't okay, really Okay, no. Um, Adelaide, we talked um, not yep. long ago to our mate Dooley and, and Adelaide would just be great. Plus it just makes the sport for some stupid reason more official if it's in a bunch of capital cities to, sure. in my brain. Um, I don't know about Central Queensland. I love PNG. I love that as an idea as well. Um, and Brisbane too, I think would be great because I'd love to see a bit of a rivalry happening in Brisbane. But who would 
support Brisbane too? Apparently a lot of people, well, I say apparently because I'm sure. not one of them, but a lot of people don't like Brisbane up there. But I assume those people have their own clubs that they support. Sure. Now's a great time because they're on the down spiral and, and they're, they're making poor decisions. And so, well, the fans are suggesting that Seabold mm. was a bad decision and things like that. So if they got some kind of... But are you just tearing away Brisbane fans? Is it like in the A-League when the Wanderers came in and just took half the Sydney FC fans? Mm. Do we want to do that? Because I mean, if, like if a, I used to live in West Pennant Hills, mm. I'm a Parramatta supporter because that makes sense. If a West Pennant Hills team came in, I'd be like... Mm. Right, right. Mm-mm. But maybe in a generation, it, maybe they're trying to think... I don't know if that makes more fans, but it might just make a better spectacle. The other thing is thinking. like if we uh, promote an existing team from Queensland Cup. So Redcliffe Dolphins have yeah. supporters, yeah. Ipswich Jets Ipswich. have supporters. I like, the, I prefer That's that. So if we're talking Brisbane too, I want to see one of those two clubs uh, jump up. I don't want to see the Brisbane Bombers. I, I do not like want to see the Brisbane Bombers. And we've said this before, Big T, but I, I, I like we like what they're trying to do, what they're trying to achieve. Something about that Bombers name, I think, just Mm-mm. rubs people the wrong way. I'd like to see a traditional Queensland Cup side promoted. That'd be really cool. I think it would be excellent. I saw something on Twitter a few days ago about Valley, the Valley. Yeah, the I Valley read that side. too. It looked I rad. saw it today. That was cool. And they're talking about the... Who old, was that? I don't know. The Valley I, something. Can someone... The Valley it, Mustangs, I think. If you're from Valley, let us know what yeah, you're doing. Because that, we, and also, let's have an app around Queensland. It. What's happening up there? Yeah, 100%. Because imagine the precedent around that. If they promote a Queensland Cup team that's doing really well, Huge. then the other Queensland Cup teams will go, we've got to have a chance. Um, and so other Queensland Cup teams could then move up. I've got it here. The Valley died. You've got it here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mary's <laughs> got Mary it here. passed it over to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Biggest Take. Yeah. Thanks, Mary. <laughs> Come back next week. Uh, die Hard. So I need, I need to squint here, but... Um, imagine the scene for a moment. NRL round one, 2023, Suncorp Stadium, the first game for the NRL's newest identity, the Diehards, just minutes away from the inaugural cr- uh, clash with the Broncos. Um, what do they say? There was they a bit. Where the Mustangs from? Where did they? I think that, but the Valley. There's spot. a horse on the front and it's a Broncos versus. Maybe. Imagine Broncos versus Mustangs. <laughs> Thanks for that, Mary. No worries. But they were talking about something like being a foundation club. Well, they were, they've been yeah. around since 1909 or they were around in 1909. So I don't know. That yeah. I think if we're going to go Brisbane too, it needs to have some sort of history. It and can't that's be just the, invented. Yeah, you can't invent it. Look what happened with the Titans. Yeah. If the Titans. Look at the poor Crushers. The Crushers. I always say it too, if the Titans were the Bears, mm. and it was a. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that, but mm. Burley Bears, North Sydney Bears, it made so much sense. Um, okay. The And then for me as well, like WA is a no brainer. Like Perth, Perth is a no brainer. Like we, we should never have left. And we need to go back ASAP. So for me, like Brisbane, Perth are two teams that we need. Brisbane makes sense from a, again, bags of money for the NRL. Mm-hmm. Like that Friday night Broncos game every second week is their biggest sort of outside, like at club level, it's probably their biggest asset. Why not have two of those? So it kind of makes a lot of sense. I understand why they're doing that. Um, if we're going to New Zealand, I probably wouldn't go Wellington because their rugby union clubs are not very well supported. Apparently, it's a oh. terrible. Apparently, it's like the Sydney of, of right like, rugby so, union. Yeah, so then so I'm, I would go to like Canterbury Christchurch, sort of South Island, so we'd get a bit of North South Island. Oh, I'd love it. I, I don't know the geography. Yeah, I definitely want a South Island North. That would be really cool. That'd be awesome. Um, the other what else? PNG. I don't think PNG can sustain. I don't think we're there. We're not yet. there yet. I don't think they're there yet. But I do think. I don't see a reason why we couldn't have a hundred awesome Papua New Guineans filling the NRL like yeah. in in years to come. Like I think I think PNG needs to be more of a pathway. Same with a lot of the Pacific. I hear people say that we should have 
a combined like Polynesian, Melanesian, Fiji, Samoa, Tonga, like side playing out in New Zealand. I don't think that works. You can't, you can't do that. Like, it, like who, I don't know. I don't who do think... they sign? Like, can they sign Daily Cherry Evans or they, you know, that just seems a really weird way to try and run an NRL club. It's, it's like too many ideas meshing together yeah. and the intention's good, yeah. but it's, it doesn't work. But I think there's definitely a pipeline of players from those countries that could come into the NRL, and we we definitely need to do that. The other one that doesn't get mentioned much anymore, uh, Adelaide again, but I think we're a bit off, far away from Adelaide as well, yeah. as we mentioned a few episodes ago. Central Coast is one that I always feel for because it's such it's rugby league heartland. They've got mm. like so many great supporters there, but I just think we have way too many Sydney clubs. I agree, so, unfortunately. So like, there's so much that could be happening. Um, but that's kind of me in a nutshell there. I also love American sports. And so I love their everything in conferences and stuff. Yeah. And so if we ended up getting to 22 teams, which is what I'm proposing, <laughs> yeah. that we end up like having a North Queensland, like a Queenslandish PNG, half Sydney, New Zealand, half Sydney, Adelaide, Melbourne-ish. And then they all... I haven't thought this out at all, but they're, they're the kind of conferency <laughs> vibes that it's, happen. It's a conversation I think we should probably ex- expand on in future because I don't like, for me, a conference is kind of like promotion relegation. Like, will it work for us? Mm. And I don't know if we have the population for a conference or the the money mm. for 22 clubs. Like, really, we're like a small nation in terms of like people. I know we're massive in terms of, um, nice. in terms of right. size, but I don't know. Like, I like that. I, don't, I just don't know. I don't know. It's probably going to take brains smarter than me to work. It'll that work way. because America and PNG will funnel players into the system. Yes, which brings me to our next question. You're, getting, yeah, learnt, you're learning from there. Well done, hey, fast well, learner. Good stuff. Um, will adding extra franchises, and this comes from Razamataz Baz. <laughs> I love that. I've never read it out loud. Razamataz Baz wants to know: Will adding extra franchises dilute? The NRL. I think it depends where you add the franchises. Yep. I think if you add another Sydney team, yes. definitely. But I certainly think we've got the talent for another team. Yeah. I yeah I agree. The talent's there. Not only is it there in the New South Wales Cup, Queensland Cup, mm. maybe some of the affiliate states. It's there in the Pacific. It's definitely there in Papua New Guinea. It could be there in the in America. Um, it's popping up all over the place. Like we could have Jamaicans coming through and of playing awesome. in the NRL one day. We could have Greeks and Italians coming through. Like that, it just depends on how we nurture it or how the NRL nurtures it or if they even want to. Yeah, but do you think all those English football teams, soccer teams, all those players are great or all those Amer- NBA basketball teams, all those basketball players aren't great? Yeah, but also English Premier League. How many English players play in the English Premier League? Yeah. So they I, come it, from all over. It's the best rugby league competition in the world. Yeah. The more popular the sport becomes, the more elite the whole thing comes, and we can definitely take in more players. So does it get diluted? Of course it does. But does dilution actually matter? I really don't think it does because the sport is, is the pinnacle, so everyone just keeps getting better and better and better. It's gotten be- so much better over the last 20 years. Yeah. It would be... Ridic- uh, it would be hard for me to believe it wouldn't continue to get better over the next 20 years and the more people you pump in... But is it because the NRL, like, we've got our 16 teams and we've been talking about expansion forever and only now we're saying, oh, 2023, maybe Brisbane too. Like, they've they've held on to it for so long. Is that why it's, in the last 20 years, it's been so good? No, that's Same with NRLW, like, four teams. Like, it's going to be like that for a mm-hmm. while. 
but it's so good. It is so good. And I think this is a conversation for another whole podcast. Mm. You contrast it to the AFL and what they've done with the AFLW. And you do hear on social media, rightly or wrongly, plenty of criticism about the quality of that competition. We don't get any of that in rugby league. We may be small, but the quality is absolutely there and it leaves people wanting more. The NRLW did nail that, only having four teams. I think so. Yeah, I agree with that too. Mm. But they had the idea to do that with expansion. And so we've done that with 16 now. Let's go. True. All right. Simon Garland. And he's from uh, Wales, so... Oh, hi, Simon. So geog- geogra- uh, geographically, wants to know, why aren't there teams in the NRL from all over Australia? And could promotion and relegation work for the NRL? Dude, well, I mean, it's hard <laughs> enough to do even with the Queensland and New South Wales because of bloody daylight savings. So when you start chucking in Perth being in another time zone and Adelaide being half an hour later and New Zealand being in another time zone, it's such a long way to fly. People don't realise how big Australia no. is. But also... America plays most of their baseball things through buses. Like you can't, you, the furthest you can really go is Canberra or Newcastle on buses. And outside of that, you know, teams aren't catching a bus to Brisbane. from Or to Melbourne. Yeah, it's just. But also in like historically, like rugby league popular in two states, AFL popular in others. Cricket's the only one that sort of works. Oh, I guess soccer as well to an extent, mm. but. It's um yeah. That's A League is the only thing that always gets me on that in this debate in my head where I'm like, oh, it's, it's Perth's a really long way away. It's difficult to do a comp when it's so far away. But then I always think, how is the A League doing this and financing it? And the NBL. Yeah. Well, I mean, we see what's going on in the A League. It's well, not. They're slowly turning back into the NSL. Yeah. Yeah. But they're doing it. They, they are doing it <laughs> actually. But they had they had Perth in the NSL as well. Yeah. So it's possible. Yeah. Maybe Simon, we, we can we use some know. of the uh, NRL surplus to fund the Perth team. <laughs> you are, Australian you are. baseball has it as well. Australian baseball has Perth and Brisbane, and they did all the major cities. We, ju- we just had a segue there. It was a great I'm segue. Did you miss it? I did not. No, I was helping us with another one. <laughs> another segue. What did you say? Investment? The NRL surplus? Um, <laughs> Luke Day wants to know, how should the NRL invest their uh, surplus profits? I think we should keep some. Instead of keeping, <laughs> because keep. I am a saver. Give some to us. No, sorry. I, sure. <laughs> I think it's important that we continue to invest in digital and really think about our strategy there, given what's happening with broadcast deals at the moment. Yep. I would love to see some more go to grassroots rugby league, a little bit more to the women's game. Mm. They've given 10 million to grassroots this year. Yeah, they do so give a lot. Good. So it's. I don't think we should spend the whole surplus, right? No. So I, I agree with that. I actually think... And we we seem to be building up like some cash. Mm. Like, I read that there was like $117 million in assets, which was mostly cash. Mm. And that's my issue. So when people ask questions like this, normally we, our, our mind goes to uh, give it to developing nations or give it to juniors or give it to this. But I, I, I'm trying to think more business-minded and say, well, why do we have all this cash lying around? Like, shouldn't we be investing? Well, Peter Beattie said, why don't we own things? Why don't we buy things? Mm. Buy our stadiums or buy it could sure. be property or shares or... I like the idea of like, because all these NRL players, once they retire, a lot of them are trying to get into business now. You look at the YKTR boys, mm. or you got guys that own coffee shops, franchises and things have like that. Have you been to that coffee shop? Uh, Nightingale's. Can we have a date though? We should day? go there. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, let's it's do fine. it. All right, done. Third Flow one. Espresso, Jason Nightingale. Done. Yeah, yeah, no, I know all about it. Benji goes all the time. We'll go. <laughs> we'll get Benji too. We'll all go. But de- like stuff like that, I think if the NRL use some, like very carefully use some seed funding to help 
um, the players with their businesses. And all of a sudden, we've got money outside of rugby league, but still rugby league related. We keep the players involved. We're making money that's not rugby league related. And then when, if broadcast deals go south, which they might, mm. because we're seeing like, sure. you know, cricket in Europe has dropped off big time. Um, rugby union. Yeah, I was about to say, look well. what's happening yeah. in rugby here. Yeah, rugby here. Well, rugby, rugby here, here could be done because of it. So um, I think we need to be in a position where if something happens, which it might, just not because the sport's good or bad, but no. because of the way humans view yeah. sport now or television in Find general, yeah, then we, we want to have mon- like a plan B somewhere. I don't want to see any more money go to clubs. I want to make that point really, really clear. Explain, I don't think yeah. it's the NRL's job to yeah. be bailing out clubs that aren't running properly as a business. We should be empowering the clubs to operate effectively and have really good governance. So I don't want to see any more of these bailouts. I really agree with that. Yeah. Do you still give them their grant? Do you still give them Yeah, their absolutely. Grant? You still give them their yeah. grant, which is a significant yeah. amount of money. Yeah. Well, I think it's almost all of their ser- salary yeah. caps. Yeah, so that's enough. That you're not running a it's, it is definitely business. enough. Yeah. And if a club can't run... Yeah. Bad luck. Yeah. What do you I think? I love the broadcast deal one. The broadcast mm. taking taking watching it on their app, them owning what we watch and how we watch it and then them owning the entire media narrative around it is really smart instead mm. of being held by Channel 9 or the mm. Telegraph. So I've loved Gosh. I love that idea. And um <laughs> and I mean the business stuff you're way out of my thing that sounded cool. I just think we Make need money. to think outside of it's not just a sport. It's so much more. Also, I spend time in grassroots. They really don't need money. And I'm not saying don't give them any money, but throwing more money at them is not... I don't think money is going to help problems that they have. No. Yeah, they, they need... I mean, outside of paying, maybe paying coaches or paying referees more, um, or paying rep... Paying referees more. Yeah, yeah paying rep, paying rep <laughs> coaches more, trying to like scout talent yeah. instead of relying on people who volunteer and then noticing if those yeah. coaches are any good. Outside of funding that, I can't see... They don't need footballs. They don't need tags. They don't need... Small clubs get a lot of insurance money and then enough money to buy footballs and stuff yep. like that. I wonder whether we could invest more in the concussion space. Mm, I know the NRL research. is already a leader when it comes to that. And the AFL is now... Getting in on the action is mm. the wrong word, but they had their first player diagnosed with CTA. Yep. I think it was last week. Mm. So I know the NRL already does a lot in that space and is coming up with some new technologies, but potentially well, there. Well, how we got to... As a sport, we need to think... What could put us out of business? Absolutely. And how do we like beat that? How does our sport look in 30, 40 years? Exactly. I mean, there are some people saying, will rugby league, will contact sport exist in yeah. 100 years? Will there be a gladiator movie about rugby league yeah. in 100 years' time? <laughs> what um, a great thing to think about. Russell Crowe's great Russell Crow. We'll be in the crowd. You'll be with your biggest <laughs> yeah. tiger. You'll have your chasing kangaroos flag. I'll be there, ladies who league. Um, this is a final question. And it's sort of... It sort of expands on this as well, because I think a lot of our listeners expected a question like the one we just asked, and they'd expect me in particular to say we should be throwing money at the international game, but I didn't say that. Mm. So the next question is from Chris Reed, and it's what more could the NRL do to help international rugby league? That's, that's the billion-dollar question. I don't think money's the answer, right? Because I think the NRL has mm. a responsibility absolutely to be supporting other countries, but it is not the NRL's job to bankroll the international game. Yep. I think what the NRL can do, though, is make sure that when there's a fixture, that the clubs buy in and that we take it seriously. I think we're seeing real movement in the right direction over the last couple of years. 
Um, but I mean, the Denver game, it just always comes back to me. Just what a disaster that was. That wasn't NRL. So the NRL wasn't the, uh, they weren't responsible for that. No, they, they weren't. had nothing to do with that game. But that's part of the problem, right? The yeah. fact that they just went, we aren't responsible for this, so we'll have nothing to do with it. Yeah. That's also, they, they need to have some kind of buy-in themselves to support rugby league internationally. I think they see the potential now. Yeah. Like, I think the potential has been demonstrated. I mean, when Tonga played Australia yeah. last year in that yeah. men's game, yeah. that was massive. And we're just mm. at the beginning of that journey. But even now we're seeing Oceania Cup, right? And we're seeing double headers and we're seeing um, no grand finals. And I just think the NRL's job is yeah, not to throw money at it, but turn those events into money-making events. Mm. Like, Australia, like Tonga, New Zealand should make as much money as State of Origin does for the NRL and the New Zealand Rugby League and the Tongan Rugby League, right? We need to, or the NRL, sorry, needs to build these events up. They're like, and we're talking about um, broadcast deals and things like that. Like, how, like we're going to be able to make more from future broadcast deals if we have more Absolutely. assets content. That, and mm. content and mm. things like that. So I just like to see when we've seen in the past you know, Fiji versus Papua New Guinea as a curtain raiser to another international game. Like, take those games to Fiji and Papua New Guinea, all right, and build those up and build those audiences and make those events huge. Mm. And then, really, like, that's how the NRL helps grow the game. And I think there's appetite for it. We saw it with the international games last year, but... Actually, you two will probably be able to comment on this. I feel like there's more interest in the Super League this year. There is. Or am I just... No, there is. Because, but that's because of Toronto, Toronto. Sonny sure. Bill Williams, the other guy that you didn't want to mention earlier, and we mm. won't out of respect. But um, but at least it's there. It's you know, there, they've yeah. got articles on NRL.com yeah. now about the Super League. Yeah, and and but mm. another like, what if the NRL took a game to England? Sure. Like if Canberra played yeah, the Roosters exactly. over there, anywhere, like that would be huge for the sport, especially in a year where media here and there is talking about it more than ever. Mm. Um, like those are the sorts of things like the NRL doesn't need to be giving their surplus away to no. Turkey or the US or mm. France, but let's like build some hype in those places. Take Canberra to play like the Bradford Bulls where John Bateman came from. That Could you imagine? Huge. Like that would just that would be, be massive. yeah, cool. Like, so yeah, I just think there's, those are the opportunities. Be creative, right? Instead yeah. of just saying, oh, we'll just throw money at the problem. But even look at, and this has nothing to do with the NRL, but you, there's a lot of talk about Tonga versus Samoa in Utah because of Sonny Bill versus um, Jason Taumalolo. The NRL and the Super League need to be all over that and make sure that happens and work with um, the group that want to put this event on and build up towards it and make sure it's a success, which they didn't do with Denver. And I just think, yeah, there's so much potential. But I do know that NRL and Super League um, had a meeting after the World Club Challenge about how they can best work together to help grow the game. I'm not, I haven't heard anything from that. I don't know what came out of that. But um, I think Super League's important in all of this too. And, yeah, I, I think there's plenty to be done. So I keep thinking about America, and I think maybe NRL does because they're three main things, basketball, NFL, and, and baseball, is the top of the pinnacles in that in that. Um, country, but they don't really play anything internationally either. They're very mm. focused on their league, and their league is incredible. And then they don't do anything else internationally. And maybe that's the kind of perspective we have a bit here, where it's so in this. But really, we should be thinking maybe more English Premier League, yeah, yeah. where they do all that. They they have their incredible um, competition, but it's woven beautifully into um, international fixtures. Or their clubs going to play other things. Yeah. And this is where I would love the NRL 
it might not be creative, but it's it's my kind of rad push would be the the champions Champions League of of clubs where the NRL leases out or, or there's a period of a calendar where they get to play a huge knockout club. Well, I don't care how the championship works, but Super League teams, Jamaican teams, American teams, and then a club wins that somehow, and then that's that's international football through the NRL. Um, they're broadcasting that. that could, It'd be yeah. massive. It could be crazy. I think in what you touched on with Premier League versus NFL, for example, but you got to look at geography as well. So Europe's a lot easier. Europe's to do easier that to travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so sure. that's why the Premier League can do that. The NFL Asia does. Pacific though can work. Definitely, the NFL does take a round to London every every yeah, but it's game. Still their game, right? They don't go and play another country. But I feel like that's what the NRL is trying to do. So yeah. they're building their clubs up into brands that someone from. Liverpool in yep. England or someone mm. from Katakoi in Turkey or someone from Lignano in Italy could support the Roosters. Mm. So that's what the NRL wants to do. And that might be how it works. But I, I just think... Yeah, I think I, you've got a really good chance of that if the Roosters go and play um, Red, exactly. Bel- Bel- Red Star Belgrade yeah. you know, and, and lose to them. You're going to find a huge amount more fans um, who, who then go and watch the NRL as well. That's the other thing. It'll be transferable because they see these teams play. Well, that's what we want. Mm. If if Canberra played Bradford, over yeah. or, even if Canberra played the Roosters in Bradford, sure, um, there'd, there'd be plenty more of those dollars rolling in for the NRL, I think, and they'd be helping the international game. Mm. Uh, I don't think we can add much more to that. This has been a crazy... And they've all been golden points in their own right, so that's... I'm also going to suggest... No golden, golden points. points, yeah. No golden points tonight. It's the NRL episode. Um, so I'm happy with that for this week. Mary, you've been amazing. I, I never clapped against what I'm going to do. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm down the road, so anytime. It's been a real joy. I think you'll, you'll be back. I, I feel like Look this is like some it. sort of podcast, like A-grade of some kind. Mm-hmm. Oh, know, the Super Club. A-grade. Um, That's le- exciting. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to listening back and seeing if all of our predictions came true. Mm. I did it once. I did it once. I predicted the Sharks in 2016. Wow. Yeah, on NRL Boom Rookies, actually. And sometimes I go back and listen because they all made so much fun of me. And then they replayed it after the Sharks yeah. won. And I really it's, enjoyed that moment. For sure. It's yeah. so good that we get to document these things because <laughs> when they come true, we can replay them. Hold on when forever. They, when they don't, we just... No one cares. No, we don't even Yeah, exactly. It. So it's fantastic. But yeah, Mary, great to have you. Uh, tell us, tell our listeners where they can find you. You can find me everywhere. Honestly, <laughs> if you just type ladies who league into Google, you'll be able to find a medium which you enjoy and look forward to chatting rugby league with all of you through the season. I've got a question for you before we go. Yeah. You told me, and you don't have to answer this, but <laughs> you told me a few months ago that you were considering changing ladies who league a little bit. Yeah, so I'm still not sure exactly what's going to happen with the podcast this year. We may take a step back, but I think our focus will predominantly be the women's game I if love we that. do it. Yeah, good. Um, just because there are a lot of great NRL podcasts out there doing their thing, and I think it's important to be a differentiator. And I think that's something that this podcast does so, so well. Thank you. It's niche, but perfect. Yeah, awesome. Well, I kind of think I would love that, actually, Yeah. because we need to hear more about the women's game and Absolutely. ladies in league is the perfect voice for that. So congratulations on everything Thank that you, you do. Thank you. And thanks for joining us here in the cupboard in Roselle. Look mm. forward to doing it again. <laughs> Cheers, guys.